You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Rob Anderson and Jason Brown. Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon, Mr. Anderson. It's already Thursday again. I can't. There we. There you are. <laughs> yeah. It's well, another Jenny Classic. Let's, let's welcome back Jenny. Uh, I will tell you, I was in White County for their annual meeting this week, and someone said to me, I really enjoyed Jenny being on the podcast the past <laughs> couple of weeks. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. Serious. Wow. I appreciate you appreciating low quality production <laughs> value. <laughs> Look, it makes uh, Mrs. it a whole Martin. Thing an adventure for the listeners and viewers as well as us. Yeah. I mean, you know, come on. Mrs. Come on. Martin, I'm representing your 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 feedback. Oh, today, thank so. you, Mrs. Martin. Um yeah, well, uh this episode uh it barely happened. Um yeah. because we probably would all rather be taking naps in our offices right now. Yeah. We, we are just back from the uh, little state fair teaser food uh, teaser event mm. for the media mm-hmm. and and partners and whew. the show is brought to you by antacid yeah <laughs> I mean, we sampled a lot of things uh-huh yeah there Fried was things. Interesting uh, things. pickle pizza you know don't don't bring that up yeah, <laughs> yeah. you, you guys stuff. i didn't taste it no, I didn't. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? That if that thing was just like a cheese pizza with pickles on it, I'd be like, that's probably all right. It wasn't, though? No, that thing was like they made their own pickle sauce, yes. a lot of dill. Uh, Super dill. A lot yeah. of pickle on there. It's all right. Um, it was it was creative yeah. for sure. Yeah, okay. Well, we I um, a lot of creative things, and we tried a, quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> well, um... Yeah, are we recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're okay, officially okay. recording now. Trying just to figure that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, there. Uh, we did a bracket. Um, Jenny, yeah. do you want to share about that a little bit? Yeah. So we did like kind of a March Madness style bracket, uh, but way less teams. About eight pieces of food. We went like head to head. You know, single elimination. Pick the winner. Um, and, uh, yeah, I interviewed everyone to do it. I held about four corn dogs because everyone kept, after they ate food, kept passing it off to me to <laughs> hold. Um, so, you know, that makes you feel good. I won't give away the winner, but it, it really, it came down to a classic, mm-hmm. uh-huh. a state fair classic versus a young up-and-comer. Up-se- yeah. Up-and-comer. Yeah, and comer okay. yeah. Up-and-comer. Wow. Sure, All right. Sure. All right. Well, Crazy. that's, uh, if you've missed a good Jenny video, mm. um, then you should, uh. Then you've. You should check it out. Um, Missed all my videos. Because we're going to do a video. Uh, yeah, we we got to put that one on together. This. We just shot it right before we came in here. Yeah, so. probably tomorrow if I had a yes. Maybe today. But a good, yeah. good state fair bracket madness yeah. uh, video. Um, that's not the only thing we've been doing. And that's not the only video we have out this week. <laughs> um, our new Filthy Farm Jobs episode. And it is an adventurous one. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's taken off. We were there. Mm. I was behind the camera filming it. Yeah. I've never laughed and cried so many times. Oh, you must tell us what yeah. this is then. Oh, uh, well, we took our corporate secretary, Karen Wood. Fabulous subject for this. We took her to yeah. go and do AI, and I'm not talking about what do artificial you mean by intelligence. Yes. Alan Iverson? Yep, that's what we did. <laughs> we were like, let's do this 76er style. 
uh, artificial insemination. I assume. Oh yeah. Talking about. Oh yeah. A little messy, maybe a little smelly. Uh, oh, definitely thousand percent <laughs> smelly. Think about what they're doing. <laughs> if that's not smelly, something's wrong with the cow. All right, we did not put a content warning on the beginning of this yeah, episode. But you so need we'll to watch the episode. Let's but watch it. it. It is live on our Facebook channel, YouTube channel, right? It is everywhere. It's on the website as well. And Matthew put a little teaser at the start of this one with one of the funnier pieces at the very beginning. But okay. it also serves as a way you can you know exactly what you're getting into yeah. right away when you watch it. I got a great phone call about this series uh, earlier this week. Uh, I don't know if I've shared this with you all, but somebody said, hey, I... I got a compliment about filthy farm jobs and from somebody and I said, okay, well, what was it? And they said, they really, you know, laughed out loud, but they also learned something, yeah. you know? And, and I'm like, that well, is the whole point, that's the point isn't yeah. it? of so, the whole entire thing is to laugh and learn, teach you a little bit through, through the uh, magic of entertainment. So mm-hmm. go check out Karen Woods, uh, episode of filthy farm jobs where she AIs, uh, a cow. Yeah. I have Facebook, YouTube. Yep. Thank you. And then uh, Arkansas Ag Hall of Fame uh, nominations are open. Just a reminder there. Uh, Until November 1st, um, this is a really important program in the state to recognize our leaders and legends of the ag industry. Uh, If you know someone you'd like to nominate or uh, maybe you'd like to be nominated yourself, uh, you can visit ArkansasAgHallOfFame.org to find all the information there and that ceremony for induction will be in the spring but right now the deadline for nominations is november 1st again arkansas ag hall of fame.org and that's uh, a lot of big names in there uh-huh. it's always a big event uh, when we have that induction it's very special to a lot of people sure uh, sure so yeah uh, get the names in if you've got yeah. someone in mind um we are still making the rounds and and having conversations about the ballot issues um we are right around the corner from early voting. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's coming up fast. Yeah, October 24th, I believe. And then uh, Election Day is November 8th. Uh, Farm Bureau does have a position on three of the ballot issues. And this, uh, these positions are part of our policy. It comes from our grassroots, yep. uh, you know, county level all the way up to us. It is no on issue one, yes on issue two, no on issue four. Yes. You can get all the details on that. What are the issues? Uh, you know, why Why do we have those positions? All of that at ARFB.com. There's a little pop-out right now saying check out our policy positions. Awesome. Go find out what it's all about. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then, you know, we skipped right past the state fair. I'm going to jump back in just for a second to let everybody know. I think the ribbon cutting is tomorrow. Uh, and it'll go through all next week, mm-hmm. uh, next weekend too, I believe. Oh, Don't yeah. Call me so. out. yeah, the yeah. livestock showing is uh, going next on. Weekend, it's, the yeah. lo- it's what keeps it on, I think, the longest. So we, we have the livestock show and sale on Thursday next yeah, week. Okay, yeah. Yep. We, will, we will be yeah, out I was going to say, day. somebody want to uh, talk a little bit about what we're doing Monday and Thursday? Oh. Anybody. So on anybody, as you look over, we're pitching to uh, anyone, anyone in the room. Yeah. Uh, so on Monday, we're going to be at the THV 11 studio and we're going to give a little, um, little sneak peek, a little intro to what's going on that week. That being said, uh, we'll be previewing for that Thursday on THV 11, the vine um, with Ashley King and uh, Adam Bledsoe. Yeah. Uh, 
they're we're gonna go live at the fair with them for the whole entire vine episode on that thursday yeah. so preview on monday we'll be there live on thursday and we have a couple little things up our sleeves but you know preface of is we're really trying to just promote like our involvement with the fair and all of our ffh or ffa and 4-h kids who are involved with the livestock show you know how much we contribute to that it's, it's a big time of the year for those kids getting scholarships working on yeah. their, their animals they've had all year long so we awesome. really want to yeah. highlight them yeah well cool well thanks for uh sharing that um so monday and thursday next week 9 a.m channel 11 if you're mm-hmm. in little rock kthv so we had fun yeah. with the food today but next week it gets you know there's there's the fun obviously but this is serious oh. for these kids out there showing those animals yeah. caring mm-hmm. for those animals yeah. it's a busy week serious for those kids but i'm gonna have fun oh yeah jenny's <laughs> yeah gonna have fun well, well. I mean, don't listen that. if anybody knows you <laughs> uh, i'm just laughing about the things i'm thinking i'm gonna do <laughs> oh. <laughs> well um i guess we've speaking of fun we've had quite a bit uh let's uh dig into the news and uh not a fun topic to start actually give with, so. actually give folks uh some 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 information here yeah, yeah. Uh, some unfortunate news uh, to kick off the show today. Uh, we have uh, now a confirmed case of the highly pathogenic avian influenza in the state. Um, this happened late last week. The Arkansas uh, Department of Agriculture, uh, Livestock and Poultry Division, in collaboration with the USDA Veterinary Services Field Operations Personnel, confirmed that a poultry uh, farm in Madison County uh, tested positive. Um, or had a positive case, rather, uh, uh, for HPAI. Uh, avian influenza is an airborne respiratory virus that spreads easily amongst, among chickens in various ways, from flock to flock, including wild birds, through contact with infected uh, poultry by equipment and even on the clothing and shoes of caretakers. Uh, there is a no public health concern. I want to repeat that. There's no public health concern. And avian influenza does not affect poultry meat or egg products, uh, which remain safe to eat. Again, feel free to continue eating your your poultry products and your eggs. Those are completely safe. Uh, The Arkansas Department of Ag and partner agencies, including the USDA, are working to contain that situation. Uh, Actions include sampling and quarantining nearby poultry flocks, all poultry flock owners are encouraged to follow the strictest biosecurity on their farms to prevent the spread of the disease. You can find full details on those practices at agriculture.arkansas.gov. And I will add an editorial note. If you have a backyard flock, probably good idea to keep an eye on, on them oh, as yeah. well, just in case. But And, you know, and again, this is not an issue of the uh, health of the food at all. This is really uh, how it impacts these these growers and these these poultry growers yeah. and what they have to deal with. That's you it. Know, they're, yeah. they're, they're facing challenges and loss, but mm-hmm. food-wise, uh, everything remains safe. That's it. Have yeah. a wing. Well, that's, again, nerve-wracking for our poultry growers, that's for sure. Something else that may have farmers a little on edge is the development of the next farm bill in Congress. You know, farm bill uh, is pretty important. And so this week, uh, today, in fact, I think American Farm Bureau released their official priorities for the next farm bill, which, of course, is the most significant piece of legislation that affects farmers and ranchers across the country. The AFBF priorities include more than 60 recommendations over multiple uh, titles of the farm bill, including reference price increases for commodities, more transparency uh, for milk checks, funding for conservation programs, rural development, and streamlining of nutrition programs to get food to those who need it most. 
so what are the uh, American Farm Bureau Federation's overarching farm bill priorities? Continuing current farm bill program funding, maintaining a unified farm bill that includes nutrition programs and farm programs together, mm. prioritizing risk management tools, which include federal crop insurance and commodity programs, and ensuring adequate USDA staffing and resources to provide technical assistance. AFBF Board of Directors voted unanimously, unanimously to approve the recommendations. Final approval of policy priorities uh, will be accomplished by a vote of delegates at the uh, AFBF convention, uh, mm-hmm. which is this year in Puerto Rico in mm-hmm. January. Uh, there's more to come on this and, and more uh, more info to dive into. You can do that on the webpage uh, American Farm Bureau has set up for this, fb.org backslash farm bill, fb.org backslash farm bill, if you want to look look at uh, take a closer look at some of those priorities and what they're focused on. We have been talking about the farm bill really since we changed the format of the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, we are barreling ever so quickly at that, uh, right. that date in 2023. So um, thanks for sharing that. Big news today from American Farm Bureau. I also got an a, update right before I came down. AgriPulse had shared some oh. of that that yeah. data as well well it's it's a huge issue for <laughs> for farmers and and for the organization so yeah all right well uh we'll certainly share a harvest update today as we do each week um, but before we do uh, there was a bit of news in yesterday's WASD report uh yesterday usda released its october crop production and WASD reports and of significant news there uh, usda cut corn production uh, by 49 million bushels uh, and cut yield by six-tenths bushel an acre. Uh, USDA also lowered its yield estimate for soybeans to just under 50 bushels per acre, which rings in at seven-tenths bushels uh, per acre, lower than September's uh, estimate, so, so almost lost a full point from September. Uh, it left planted and harvested acre uh, area unchanged at 87.5 million acres, and 86 and a, uh, and a half million, essentially, respectively. Um, that put ha- overall production at 4.3 billion bushels. Uh, the attention now is going to turn to the 2022-2023 crop cycle and global supplies uh, with yield projections down in the U.S. and Europe. Uh, of course, you've got Ukraine's export challenges and Argentina's upcoming crop and the weather that they've dealt with down there has really sly, uh, including the input challenges too, um, has has done a number on yield. All eyes are going to be on the global inventory. Just doing a little bit of reading on this. It looks like we're we're going to get to or close to a, a record-setting inventory uh, low wow. um, that we haven't seen, you know, in probably six or seven years yeah. um, across, across the globe due to a number of things. So anyhow... Um, more on that to come certainly but uh yeah we'll 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 take away take a step away from the news just a minute to learn a bit about our farm bureau membership your arkansas farm bureau membership supports our work on behalf of arkansas farmers ranchers and rural communities around the state from youth leadership programs and academic scholarships to hunger relief and disaster support and much more you can make a difference and be a champion for your community. Join today at ARFB.com. Yeah, and did you know that your $40 annual ARFB membership contributes to the work being done in your local community? 
each week we are highlighting some of that work. We yeah. call it uh, Make It Matter Monday. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're building up to our convention where we're going to talk more about this and all the things that go on at the county level and all the programs, all the ways that they're working in the community, whether it's fighting hunger, working in schools, uh, recycling, all kinds of things going on mm-hmm. at the community level. And mm-hmm. all of that is supported by your membership. Yep. I was at White County, as I mentioned before, mm-hmm. uh, the other night. And they were having to stuff your truck for the food backpack yeah. program. Um, oh, that's awesome. In Did that you get county. a picture of it? You know what? I was as I was driving away. I thought somebody on my team will be so upset that I didn't get a picture. Of that. All right, we're gonna someone have to should really get a picture. Of that. Yeah, someone should have taken a picture. We're have to reach with out two to phones him. in my pocket. Well, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, if I tell you what, memberships are due for renewal at the end of this month, that's and right. it's for a great for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, for a lot of people, and it's great to great time to. Take a look at those Make It Matter Mondays and see how right. your membership see what, see why it matters so much and get that membership yeah. renewed. It's a it's a cheeky a cheeky saying, but it, it it's solely true. Yeah, who we are seriously. So. Yeah. Well, right. uh, now to bring us back, um, another tough topic we've been discussing since summer: um, the impact of the drought on uh, livestock and livestock growers. The lack of rain has been especially tough on the cattle industry, mm. and most of the state is seeing. A second drought, unfortunately, yeah. following a hot and dry conditions all, you know, most of the summer. And, uh, you know, most of us have noticed there really hasn't been much rain. I think I got uh, three minutes tops at my house yesterday, and that's the first rain we've seen in a long time. Yeah. So it's been bad, and, and it's been bad for, for a while. Central Arkansas is under severe drought conditions with extreme drought, condi- drought conditions for parts of west central and northwest Arkansas as of Wednesday night. Mm. New drought stats are going to be released today, I believe, and they're expected to worsen for at least uh, the next couple of weeks, unfortunately. Goodness. KARK-TV in Little Rock did a report on this uh, issue, and they featured Michael Dickey of Greenbrier, whose family has been in the uh, cattle business since the 50s. Mm. He talked about the impact on the grass and, you know, and how it's, you know, it just hasn't been... (laughs) It hasn't been feasible this year, mm-hmm. and and the need for many ranchers to cull the cattle. Yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, our team at Farm Bureau took a look at this issue late in the summer. We talked about mm-hmm. it on here. Yeah. Drought impacts on livestock, impacts that we're going to see for some time to come, actually. Um, so we'll probably be talking about this issue again. Uh, you can find this explainer on, on the issue uh, on ARFB.com under Arkansas Agriculture and Commodity and Regulatory Affairs. It's now part of our new Ag Insider Report page. All right. We uh, talked about that a little bit last week. Sure and did. now we have some uh, regular monthly analysis of key issues uh, in agriculture and commodities. Um, you can also find an analysis on the American Farm Bureau website at fb.org that discusses the increased beef production in the U.S. and how that's an ind- indicator of the cattle industry contraction that's been brought on in large part due to the drought and mm. input, input costs and other factors. We need rain. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cattle so cattle farmers need rain, row crop farmers not so much, but, but um, then you've got the river issues. Then you've got we the need river rain issues. for the river. It's, so. it's really a, yeah. it's an odd time, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um yeah, it's our second D3 drought in 3 4 yeah. months. So, anyhow, this one I would say almost snuck up on everyone because it's not summer, you know, you yeah, you're summer not, you're kind of used to that heat, long heat, extended yeah. periods, but then all of a sudden you look up and it's fall and there hasn't been rain. And yeah, yesterday I think was the best chance and um I got rain about halfway home but it never made it to my house. So I think there was some in North Arkansas but uh, mm-hmm. still a lot yeah. of dry dry areas. Yeah. 
Well, uh, as we have since harvest started, let's get a quick report on how things are going across the state. We are within uh, hours, probably, of wrapping up the corn harvest uh, with 97% out of the field. All the cotton bowls are open, and, and the fields are absolutely beautiful, so get out and see them uh, while it's still dry. Um, with 34% of the cotton crop harvested, we're on schedule with the five-year average and well ahead of this time last year, probably due to the uh, dry condition. Um, now a pause to correct some uh, confusing information that we've shared in the past few weeks, and that's all all on me, on the topics of topic of peanuts doug this is the doug controversy what someone approach you about this (laughs) i got a text friday late friday night about this so uh huge thanks to uh and shout out to heath donner for correcting our harvest reporting jason brown's harvest reporting um and uh i'll tell you People are listening. That's uh, he, good. Yeah, he yeah, told me. He, he, that's scary, he explained uh, this as a peanut farmer. Peanuts dug refers to the peanuts taken out of the ground and left on top of the soil to dry. Uh, he tells us that um, peanuts must lay upside down in the field for five to seven days to dry before they are actually harvested. Mm. And then after, and then the harvest stat sort of speaks for itself now that I've cleared yeah. up the Thanks, confusion Eve. that I've created. But... Um, so peanuts in the state are sixty six percent dug. We okay. all know what that means now. Yeah, yeah. Not harvested and fifteen percent harvested. Yeah, right. So right. there's right. a good number of peanuts out good. there laying we around. Get to educate. I like it too. Um, and gosh, thanks, Heath. Uh, I told him when I, when I texted back, I was like, "I'm an idiot." I'm you pretty know? sure I made really dumb <laughs> comments too with it. I was just like, "That's yeah, dug." Yeah. So anyhow, uh, enough about that. So the peanut harvest is is, is on time uh, on the five-year average. And then rice harvest is 90% complete across the state, which is on pace. Soybeans are brown and dropping leaves with lots of brown soybeans in the delta. Uh, we're almost halfway through harvest, and the dry weather, although detrimental to many, is helping row crop farmers move along and get the commodities out of the field. All right. Well, as we wrap up today, and we're, we're pretty close, I want to mention an important case uh, that went before the Supreme Court this week, and it could have a big impact on the pork industry, mm. if not all of agriculture and American consumers as well. The challenge is to California's Proposition 12 animal welfare law, which a pork industry attorney argued is an unconstitutional reach beyond California's borders. Mm. Uh, according to the coverage in Successful Farming, the challenge to California's voter-approved Prop 12 asked the court to clarify how broadly or narrowly the Constitution allows states to regulate regulate commerce. Hmm. So Prop 12 requires California farmers to allow more space for egg-laying hens, veal calves, and breeding sows, uh, and it bans the sale of meat or eggs produced on farms outside the state that don't meet California's standards. So the requirement for a 24 square foot of space for each sow precludes the use of sow crates, uh, which are common on hog farms and mm-hmm. greatly limit movements. Farmers across the country would have to spend tens of millions of dollars to remodel barns to comply with California standards. And that cost would then, of course, be passed on to consumers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in January, a California judge said the state could not enforce Prop 12, which took effect uh, technically on January 1st, mm-hmm. against food rate retailers until six months after the uh, California Department of Food and Agriculture put its final version of the regulations into effect. Mm. That actually finally happened last month, uh, which is technically about three years late, apparently. Wow. 
Uh, the pork industry attorneys argue that California is dictating hog farming methods in other states, and if the law is allowed to stand, it will bring chaos in the marketplace. So it's a really, it's one of those cases I've seen getting attention outside of agriculture circles as uh-huh. well, because it has such, you know, a major impact on how states relate to each other, what mm-hmm. they can and can't do in terms of commerce, and you know, again, it could cost farmers and, and you know those in the pork industry a lot of money if it yeah. if it uh, stands. So it's it's very interesting case to watch and could be critical for for the industry. A lot of it, oh, well, interstate commerce as yeah. a whole, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's really interesting. Uh, we'll we'll watch that. So it's in the Supreme Court. That is right. Th- the right argument now. started this week. Okay. Now, okay. You know, I don't imagine there'll be a decision too soon on that. You know, the Supreme sure. Court works, but it's it's definitely a case to watch because it, it could have a broad, broad impact. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. That's a good one. Uh, Jenny, do yeah. you have any uh, day in this day in history? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. Oh boy. Um. And I'm going to stop putting expectations on anything because what's the point? Yeah. Wow, that sounded really depressing. Yeah. You sound like somebody else on this team. Maybe. Thousand percent. All right. 25. All right. In 1973, this film, directed by Terrence Malick, premiered at the New York Film Festival. I avoided saying the actors' names. Like, <laughs> come on, come thing. on. If I say the act, okay. Do you want me to say the you actors' names too? Yeah. Is that Mark Sheen in it? Yes. Oh. Uh, is it called Wastelands or? You're around. Something lands. Uh, yeah. And I can't honestly. Uh, that was pretty bad, Badlands. See, that's why I didn't say an actor yeah. name, Jason. He knew the actor ja- yeah. exactly because if I say the actor name, he's automatically going to go there. So I have to make the most vague <laughs> statement ever. And let him try to figure it out. I'm sorry. Like, this is her, I'll, I'll, you know why I love this because it's gone from this day in history, which yeah. Brian did yeah. so innocently yeah. and just for like fun to stump Rob. Yeah. Like, why would he and, do now, that? and now it's just become like uh, there was a film in 1970. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. And it, it premiered. Uh, um, <laughs> someone put out an album yeah. in 1964. Well, this is what you have to do. <laughs> We're trying to make this fun. I want the people who are listening to guess too. I know. I know. Sissy All right. Spacek in that as well, or is it? Uh, was who? Sissy Spacek. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the other actor name they had who I didn't say. So sorry if you are having a hard time participating, Jason. It's just what it is. Oh, I've I've given up. All right. Years ago. In 2016, American singer songwriter Blank is awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature. Oh, oh that's, that's easy. Bob Dylan. Yep. You didn't say it though, Jason. Though I didn't because it it's, yes. yes. it's Stump Rob. It's not. It's not Rob Jason I, trivia. It's Stump Rob. I actually, it's just throw it. Yeah, to have some variety uh, here. I'm okay, sorry. I okay. Yeah. I mean, it's chill. It's chill. All right. How about this? <laughs> how about Freaking this? West Coast. <laughs> West Coast. Uh, All right. How about this? Uh, in 1903, the very first baseball World Series premiered. Who were the teams? Out. <laughs> I'll even uh, give it to you if you get like the city. The Boston Red Stockings, as they <laughs> might have been called back then. I don't know. Is that one your guess? Because it is Boston, but they were called yeah. the Boston Brown, Americans. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. But now this next, there's another team, though. Ugh. You got to think year, about who are the oldest teams. 1903. Not because I'm going to contribute. Yeah, I'm 1903. Just, just think about some of the oldest oh, teams. It's got to be Boston, yeah. New York, right? I'd be tempted to say New York or Chicago. One of the two. 
New York Yankee Doodle Dandies or whatever <laughs> they might have been called back then. No, either. actually, it's the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. Oh, okay. So uh, Boston Americans beat the Pittsburgh Pirates 3-0 in game eight at Huntington Avenue for a 5-3 series victory. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. You got a good one in there. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The first one that Rob has missed since you've been engineering and producing. He didn't yeah. get half of it. He's a Boston. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm just here to stump. I'm just going to say random years. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be like ten- <laughs> tennis, 1928. Oh, he'll know exactly what you... Yeah, well, also, like, apologies for everyone for not recording this podcast at the beginning for the first two minutes for, no, the, our, for our online listeners, not our Facebook streamers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll throw out an apology for the apparent construction scene that has been... Uh, <laughs> I don't think no one can hear it. ...started happening I don't think outside anyone can of our hear studio. Someone's All right. banging on the ceiling. Yeah. Well, we better wrap this thing it's up. the fans outside the window. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Let us in. Except like the video. Morning, the video's America. like, no one's... Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up the news for this week and the uh, silliness. Uh, thanks for following along with the Arkansas iCast. We're grateful for you for taking the time to watch and or listen. And remember, you can catch the live stream every Thursday, 2 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure you turn on your notifications to get the alerts when we go live. Listen to the audio version later on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. And the Arkansas iCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau and hosted by me, Jason Brown. And me, Rob Anderson. And our show is produced and engineered by our own Jenny Higgs. Sorry for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. We'll see you next week at the fair. Yeah.